What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast. I am Matt Primo, joined by my brother from another mother, Christian Valencia. What's up, everybody? This is episode 128, and every single week we come on here to talk about, well, a lot of the time it's stupid shit, but most of the time we're talking about games, comics, anime, movies, uh, anything in the nerd realm we are discussing each and every week. And we're already getting, I mean, we're already getting close to episode 150. I mean, it's just, we're, we're steadily climbing up these uh, these episodes here, sir. Indeed, I like it. It locked. So last week we did a Baldur's Gate 3 uh, centric episode. I had Dave Robertson on and Ryan Bourne. Y'all can go check out that episode. Really, really great episode. Uh, one of them, Actually, I think it's one of the better episodes that, uh, that we've done up to this point. Uh, so go check that out if you are interested. There's no real spoilers for Baldur's Gate 3 on there. So uh, I would recommend going to check it out. But this week, we're going to talk about, in particular, three games. I played a little bit of Alan Wake this uh, this past week. Uh, Christian's playing, playing uh, Operation Zero. And then I felt like it was a good time to talk about the brand new release of Mortal Kombat 1. And the reason why is specifically the Switch edition of that game. And I, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just saying you're going to want to stick around to see if this is a game that you're going to want to buy on a separate console. Uh, but other than that, we're just going to be talking about our playlist. And then like all what I I can't talk. I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> like always, we will end it with our weekly recommendation. So Christian and I haven't really talked uh, the last several weeks for many different reasons. Uh, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with me. Uh, so we really haven't discussed our playlist with each other. So I'm interested to hear what you've been watching over the last several weeks, sir. Oh, I just started one actually today. It's uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. I heard disgusting amount of reviews on this thing, and it was an oldie and a goodie. It. I thought you've seen it. Evangelion? No, I did not watch it yet. It was I one of the few it. that it's one of the few that I was like, I'm gonna watch it, and never watched it. <laughs> I think I watched like two episodes of it. It's it's very very slow. Yeah, I am in episode nine right now, and it's picked up quite a bit. Um, it's on Netflix for those who want to watch it. It literally came out in 1995. That's how old it is. It makes me feel <laughs> <laughs> That shit's old, man. And it fucking looks like it, too. <laughs> it oh, fucking dude. Looks it. So when I-, I laughed really hard when they were like, the year 2015, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, God. That makes me so sad. <laughs> this is the future? Lies. I mean, what year was it that uh, Back to the Future went to the future in? What was it, 2020? Was that? I what year was so. It? I want to say already, it was. <laughs> and we've already yeah. passed that. It's like, goddamn, yeah. dude. Where's my flying shark? My flying skateboard? Where the fuck? Right? Uh, but yeah, that I've been watching that. I started watching that. And then I started watching some more of uh, Jobless Reincarnation. That's actually starting to pick up, which season two. 
That is really good. Uh, and then I started another new one called The Great Cleric. Dude gets reincarnated, you know, that simple blah, blah, blah. But he chooses to be a healer, and healers are frowned upon. They're very rare, but they're frowned upon because everybody needs healing, you know, obviously. You know, dungeons, monsters, hold on. Everybody's healing. So the healers charge a ridiculous amount of money to be healed. Like like 20 gold pieces, you know, shit like that. And he heals people for free. Maybe a silver coin, you know, here and there. But uh, it's really good. I think there's only 10 episodes out that are dubbed. The rest are on subbed. Um, I watched some more. I restarted watching Fire Force. I don't, I, I, I watch that when I go work out. Because I don't know why. It's just something I want to watch while I work, mm-hmm. <laughs> work out. Um, and then I also started. That song, just saying. Yeah, it's a great song. We did find <laughs> one of our favorite bands on that. Indeed. <laughs> six. Indeed. But then I started uh, Reign of the Seven B- Spellblades. Um, I'm three episodes in and, you know, I do my three episodes and I'm like, ah, I'm still, it's like, it's like here and there, but there's a lot of fucking like gruesome fights, but they're like, eh, like I've seen a lot of these same fights in other animes and it's just meh. It does not intrigue me or hold my my uh, attention. I'm sure it's better, you know, when the story's told, but three episodes in and we're like, oh, God, I'm, I'm stretching this. Shout, Shout out. out. <laughs> God damn it. I'm winning. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all. It's uh, really all I've been watching, really. Um, You mentioned one of our favorite bands a second ago. I've been thinking, I've been like balls deep in like Japan stuff the last two days. Like I've, I I honestly haven't done much, much research up until like the last couple of days. Uh, Cause I'm now I'm like, all right, it's starting to feel real. Um, So I'm, I'm jumping on the TikToks and whatnot. I sent you that one and I, I saw Nick at work. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, look, dude, I, I've been looking at a lot of TikToks. I'm starting to get the anxiety of going to a fucking another country. Okay. So I'm going to need you <laughs> to go with us. And I was like, the food, dude, I'm a, I, I don't know. That just gives me anxiety. All right. I'm going to try all of it. I really am. It's going to be, it's going to be either yes or no. I'm sure of it. I'm not trying sushi because I don't like sushi. Y'all can have that. <laughs> but I showed him the TikTok that I sent you of the uh, uh-huh. instant ramen shop. I was like, right. Bruh. It's like top ramen, but you sprinkle shit on top of it, and then it makes it for you. And I'm like, that sounds fucking dope. And he goes, I don't know, I've never seen that. But wait, that's in Korea. I was like, <laughs> no, the fuck is not. It was, it was on TikTok under Tokyo, so you know it's fucking for real. And then I clicked a little tab, and sure the fuck did it said Korea. I was like, you motherfuckers! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so yes, um. Nick, you need to, if you're listening to this, I know you're probably on vacation right now. Uh, I'm going to need you to put that work in while you're gone in more ways than one. Okay? Got out. Because we need you, sir. We need you, You can't fail us. <laughs> We're at five right now. We need an even number. <laughs> we do. It's, it's kind of like the uh, the rule, the, the Sith rule, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one, there's two. <laughs> two, no more. <laughs> but there's six. 
Tomato, Mississippi mouse, man. Tomato, Mississippi math, man, or Cajun math, or both. I don't know. Fuck. It's both. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it really doesn't. So I've been watching. So I've been sick over the past over the past week and a half. And I ended up taking off of work one day because I was just like, I'm not fucking going to Tangy <laughs> and dealing with this bullshit. <laughs> I did it all day the day before and it fucking sucked. So I'm going to yeah. take the day off. You fucked me. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that time laying in bed, fucking sick. I was like, you know what? I'm going to knock out some of these movies from 2023 that I haven't seen yet. And I'm just going to fucking just have a movie day, right? So, six, uh, not 65. I watched that a different day. But I watched Fast X. It is much, much, much better than Fast 9. But that is not saying much. Okay? Because I fucking hated Fast 9. Oh, um, I think that's one of the worst movies of all time. Uh, this one was actually fun. It, like, it went over the top, but it didn't go, like into space over the top. Jason Momoa puts on such a great performance as the villain in this. He's like flamboyant and over the top. <laughs> and he is just, he's what the world needs right now. That, that villain is what the world needs. Uh, but fast, fast X was, or fast 10, whatever you want to call it. It was, uh, was it, was a pretty good movie. I mean, I still give it like a two and a half. Um, mm-hmm. If you are a fast and furious fan, and you've watched all the movies, and obviously you need to go watch this one. Uh, I watched it on Peacock, so you can also watch it there. Um, it's just, there are some stupid moments. Like, the moments I just look at it, I go, bruh, really? Like, this is some soap opera bullshit right here. Um, And largely, like, I know they they harp on the whole family bullshit every single fucking movie, but no spoilers, but they're almost not even a family, to, like a together family, like a majority of the movie, which is kind of weird because uh, considering they're always together, uh, most of the time they're, they're split up. Uh, but yeah, Fast X, if you're interested in those movies, go watch it. Um, if you watch Fast 9 and you're kind of concerned about whether this one's going to be any good, personally, I like this one a lot more than uh, Fast 9. Uh, then I watched Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> if there was ever a movie that just did not fucking need to exist, it was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> I have not been so bored by a fucking movie from Indiana Jones in a long time. Look, Crystal Skull is, is not a good Indiana Jones movie, okay? I, I will... You come at me, oh, Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull, the movie sucked. Okay, it's a good movie. It's just not a good Indiana Jones movie. But for what it's worth, at least that movie is fucking entertaining. Dial of Destiny has almost no love to it, it feels. Uh, you got an, <laughs> you got like a 90-year-old Harrison Ford like running like an old man. <laughs> 90-year-old Harrison Ford. <laughs> like, guys... What part, like, what What makes you think we want to watch an old man run? Like, he, the dudes, it takes them, like, 10 years to run to the mailbox. Like, 
He's not <laughs> like this isn't entertaining. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, guys. Next like, movie is when... gonna be in a fucking hover round. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not entertaining. This is it's it's sad. Honestly, it's sad watching an iconic hero just just be torn to shreds <laughs> right. falling to two pieces in front of my eyes. It is. I think I end up giving it like two and a half. And that's, that's honestly, uh, that, that, that's me being generous with the score. It, it was kind of a boring movie. There's the action set pieces are not even there. They do have some good character moments throughout. Uh, but for the most part, I, I don't like the ending, uh, for it being a send off and a, final Indiana Jones movie. Uh, they did a shitty job of ending that fucking series. I just want to say that. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, just... I wouldn't really it. feel, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I think it is the worst Indiana Jones movie by far. And I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the biggest Indiana Jones fan because I'm not. I think the first one is the absolute best and it's one of the best action movies of all time. Uh, this is just... Whew, fucking terrible. Uh, I ended up watching Scream 6, which was a pretty good fucking movie. Not going to lie. Uh, Scream 5, I remember reviewing that with Josh, and I'm like, you know, it's good. I enjoyed it, but it's not as good as all the others. And this one kind of brings it back and kind of does some new things with the movie, uh, with the series, I should say. And uh, it kind of plays with your expectations a little bit. Um, not so many cliches that they play with, which is kind of disappointing, but, uh, they do kind of take the, the series into like a new direction, which I'm very excited for like a scream seven, uh, based off how this one ends. Uh, then I rewatched, uh, Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, the animated one. Oh, I will say this. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. If you do not bring any past knowledge of ninja turtles into this movie so fresh start fresh start and got it by that i mean obviously you and i huge fans of like one and two right and for for better or worse three (laughs) for better or worse (laughs) there's a third one (laughs) (laughs) and then the uh and then the animated series this one I, I like the aspect that they went back to like them being teenagers and they do act like teenagers and they have, you know, teenager like conversations. But some of their choices with the characters, with the story, the character designs, I am not a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan of Master Splinter being basically just a normal everyday rat that just learns how to do, uh, ninjutsu on fucking YouTube and then teaches the turtles that way. Not a fan of that. Uh, Just, I'm not a fan of some of the other, like, I I don't think this is a spoiler, but I don't want to spoil it regardless. Um, It's just some of the characters kind of link up with each other. Not, not like sexually or like romantically or anything like that, but like they start being friends. I'm not okay with that just based off prior knowledge of 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 the Ninja Turtles and whatnot. So it's just like choices here or there. And April O'Neil's character design, I fucking hate it. Um, I just, I don't think, 
the the one thing that April O'Neil needs to be, she needs to be like this. And I hate to be that guy. It's just I, I don't like the character design because the one thing that the turtles love, they love fucking April O'Neil. They're they are in love with April O'Neil. They are horny teenagers for April O'Neil. <laughs> and to me, that's needs to be shown in her character design. And it's just not. Um, so take that for what you will. But overall, I thought I think it's still a pretty good movie. Just if you go into it with the knowledge of, hey, is this gonna be like the old Ninja Turtles one, Secret of the Ooze? Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be a little disappointed. No, no. Ice Cube as Superfly though, fucking good. Did a fucking good job as Superfly though. I will give him that. Great, great voice acting. Oh, uh, let's see here. Two more movies. Two more movies, and then we'll move on. Uh, Pulp Fiction reviewed that for Surf in the Stream. Did that with Josh, so that review will be up uh, next week. Y'all can catch that. In uh, sixty-five, not to be confused with sixty-nine, sixty-five wow. on Netflix. It's the uh, Adam Driver movie where he goes and fights dinosaurs. Oh, it's a little predictable at times. Um, it's I I wouldn't sit here and say it's this is an amazing movie and it doesn't really change anything with the uh dinosaur mythology or the uh, the genre or anything like that like definitely jurassic park uh, some of the jurassic park movies are better than this one but it is entertaining all the way through and i would actually recommend people go check it out it's on netflix uh it's actually going to be one of my more underrated movies for the year uh when we get to the uh, top 10 for the year uh but what have you been listening to sir i actually went to old school i um was re-listening um to some acoustic breaking benjamin like like the one we wanted acoustic version diary jane yeah obviously yeah obviously Uh... like like legit acoustic because and i tell you why because i saw something my daughter showed me about wanting to go vip next time they show up because she wants to meet them. I'm like, I'm not going to say fucking no. Oh, no, I'd hate to do that. <laughs> right? And then she's like, well, um, you know, what would they sound like? So I showed her the acoustic versions on YouTube. And it's like, why would I not listen to this? So I listened to it. And I listened to a bunch of them. You know, Dire of Jane, Dear Agony, Sooner or Later. They did all those acoustic. Oh, yes. Did you ever listen to the uh, One Cold Night from Seether, the acoustic album? Legit acoustic album? I don't think so, but I will definitely have to look into that now because I did like Seether, and for them to be acoustic, that would be fantastic. I forget what song it is. As we talk, I'll try to pull it up. Um, There's a song from... Well, go ahead. I would say there's a song from Seether on that on that album that was from their previous band, which were well, not previous band, but when they were called Sarin Gas back when they uh, lived in Africa. Did you know that? Negative. Yeah, they're from Africa. <laughs> oh, they're they're legit African Americans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see what you did there. So there's a song from Sarin Gas that made it on this album and it sucks as sarin gas but when they did it acoustic it's so fucking good tied my hands that song is so fucking good 
But you continue, sir. Anyway, so then I was like, huh, I want to listen to some old good music since, you know, I'm listening to this, you know. So I listened to the whole Shinedown original OG Ooh. album. And I was not disappointed. And I'm staring <laughs> down the barrel of a 45. So I didn't listen to 45 very much because I probably listened to that song way too many times, along with, um, you know. But the, the, the original... Like this, the whole album is so perfect. And I, you know, I always say like there's very few perfect albums out there. And that is definitely one of the few of mine that I think is the perfect album. Uh, there wasn't a bad song. Granted, like typical fashion, they overplayed certain songs. Simple Man, 45. Oh, Simple Man's so good. Right. I, I mean, I agree 100%. But tell me how many times it still plays on the fucking radio. <laughs> and tell me how many times you still listen to it. Every fucking time. Listen- it's still another point. Six <laughs> percent of the time, every time. Um, so I listened to that, and then I was like, shit, I'm already a down fucking main memory, you know, fucking lane. Some 12 stones, some fucking um original three days grace. Like I was an OG. I, dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I was already there. I said, why not? Fucking Spotify was just a going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, fuck, I'm just going to keep doing it. Relive my childhood. Right? All the good times. Back before the world went to fucking shit. Right? Simple. Just simple times. So I've been listening to Polaris's new album. I'm actually going to review that with uh, Sir Michael King uh, tomorrow. And if you are interested in hearing that review, patreon.com slash two game. And by the way, all of our links to all of our content, our Patreon, our merch, all our social media, that's all down below. You can click there, go like, subscribe. Uh, It would really help us out. So we would greatly appreciate it if you like, subscribe to everything. We would greatly appreciate it. But listen to players, been listening to Sleep Token. Uh, Conquer Divide came out with a new album, and I'm just, I listened to it. I'm just like, uh, I want this to be so much better. And it's like, one song is like really fucking good, and then like the next song is like not really good. <laughs> so that's kind of a mixed bag with that album. Uh, Veil of Maya, but still listen to their mother album, which is still fucking good. Um, uh, pretty sure that'll end up on my top 10 at the end of the year, but. Lots of albums coming out this year, so who the fuck knows? Uh, but now, let's enough of the music. Now, now, what y'all came here for? Okay, we're here to talk about three games this week. Um, I'm going to talk about. I, I also been playing Bioshock Infinite, which I'm almost done with that. Uh, I know I got to record with Chris this next week for the uh, deep dive series for the first one, and then eventually the deep dive series for that trilogy will come out. But other than that, Baldur's Gate 3 for me and Alan Wake. So I want to run through Alan Wake for just a second, sir, because I remember both of us being kind of excited for Alan Wake 2. Right. Have you played Alan Wake before? Uh, I think I dabbled in it when it first came out, but then I I couldn't tell you. I knew it was supposed to be like a horror game. I didn't play very much of it because I didn't have time. Imagine like, like a Stephen King meets like David Lynch type of like story and game with some like HP Lovecraftian bullshit in there. 
Um, that's kind of what you're what you're going for. This is this game is broken up into um, six episodes. So they kind of went with the idea of doing like a little mini series, like a horror mini series, and that's how they set up the game. So it's total over the course of six episodes. Uh, each episode ends on like a cliffhanger. It fades to a title screen with music and then transitions into a kind of like a plot recap as the next episode begins, which is interesting. It's interesting. And that's kind of where it ends for me. Um, <laughs> essentially, the whole story is about Alan's wake's wife goes missing in a small town. Uh, the only clues to her whereabouts are on loose excerpts from a book he doesn't remember writing. He's a writer, obviously. This game was originally released in 2010. And let me tell you guys, it, it feels very much like a fucking game that got released in 2010. It does not look the best. I'm kind of surprised that it's not on the Switch yet with how kind of bad the graphics <laughs> look. But the issue with the game has nothing to do with the story. It has nothing to do with the graphics. Because I can get through all that. I mean, I'm fucking playing Bi Bioshock on the Switch. It doesn't look that great on the Switch, guys. I even played The Witcher 3 on the Switch, and it looked like doo-doo. The issue is the controls I just don't like. You know, controls... Controls of a game are a lot like a dick, man. Like, if it doesn't feel good in your hand, I mean, is it fun <laughs> playing with? Jesus Christ. Fucking tell me, I, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> How many dicks have you had in your hand, sir? The one that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> Mine's been in my hand plenty of times. But it don't count. Oh, it counts. <laughs> it counts to me. <laughs> oh. I, I'm not a huge fan of the controls. So the con the camera sits on like the left side, like back here. So it's off center. OG. It's this this literally sounding like OG fucking Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh I'm just not I'm not a huge fan of so it feels like I'm always leaning to the <laughs> to, leaning to the right. Oh no. <laughs> I have stick drift. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So not a huge fan of the controls, and that's honestly what turned me off of the game. Uh more so than anything. The other issue is, and it's, I guess it's not really an issue, it's just not something I'm a huge fan of. So basically, you have a flashlight, or there's like uh, street lights and shit like that. And when you're fighting the monsters, they're covered in this thing called like the darkness. Well, you can't you can't harm them when they're when they're shrouded in this darkness. So you have to shine your flashlight while they're coming at you. You have to shine your flashlight. Get rid of the darkness, and then you had to manage to kill them with your gun. <laughs> and I'm not gonna sit here. They they don't walk slow like these motherfucking zombies in like The Walking Dead. <laughs> they don't fucking walk slow. They fucking running at your ass. They they's a running. <laughs> Got your ass. <laughs> so you're having to do your your flashlight, but then your battery dies because it's a survival horror game. So you gotta wait for it to recharge or find another battery pack. And it's just kind of, it's tedious, honestly. Like I can understand how this game maybe would have done really, really, really well back in 2010, 
Uh, but for right now, I'm not a huge fan. I just I kind of expected more from it. Um, I do know that they're kind of going in a different direction with Alan Wake 2 in terms of the tone and whatnot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some because I think they just came out with some like first impression videos of Alan Wake 2. I think they just did some of that, some demos and whatnot. So I'm gonna look at that and see if that's gonna be something I play I when it comes out. I think they improved everything from one into is what I was reading. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 So I'm I'm a I'm I'm still pretty hyped for two just based off the trailers that we got uh so yeah. far, but I'm cautiously hyped. So I'm a I'm gonna do some digging before I spend uh what is it, sixty or seventy bucks before I right. buy that game. Uh, but uh what have you been playing, sir? So I have been playing and I told you wrong. It's Generation Zero, not Operation Zero, which would sound a little better, but not better. But anyway. Um, I've been playing some Generation Zero, some Fortnite with the kids, some FIFA 22, getting ready for FIFA 23, and I dabbled a little bit in Diablo 4 again, because October starts Season 2. I'm still not intrigued for Season 2 for Diablo, but you know. I heard Season 1 sucked. It did. It sucked bad. It was very short, short short-lived, and just, yeah, it's like my sex life. Anyway, <laughs> Generation Zero is what I've been playing. Me and Dan, um, I've been playing it. It's four-person co-op, open world. Um, it's it's the best way I can explain. It's like Red Dawn, the movie. With instead of Russians, it's AI power robots. No, we're talking. We're talking Patrick Swayze, uh, Red Dawn. We're talking uh, remake, the original, because this game is based off of 1989. That's what the the game's based off of. Weapons are based off the same area. The robots, kind of based off of RoboCop. Just gonna say that out there. Goddamn. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. They shoot you. They have multiple different kind of weapons. Some of them have sniper rifles, like high-powered sniper rifles that pretty much one hit you. Uh, Some are built with rockets. Some are built with um, regular rifled guns, pistols. Um, There's a bunch of them literally look like dogs. They they don't bark, but they make like chirping noises. Um... And then they have walkers, and they have ones that look like fucking Gundams. The Gundam ones are a pain in the ass, because it takes like 100 rockets to kill them. Um, but yeah. It's very fun. Is it live the service? Old... Uh... Is it kind of like a Fortnite? No. Mm-mm. No. Nowhere near like Fortnite. I thought I thought it was, uh, when I read the description of it, it said something about... Uh... You can fight against other people and all this bullshit. It, it, um, it seemed like a no. Fortnite. It's, it's PVE. It's okay, very it, PVE. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. You can like build. There's, like there's not, like like there's a, not like, a, like a set story campaign that you go fight. It's mainly just you versus everybody else. No, it's a, it's a, it's a set story. Oh. So... I mean, you can dilly and dally from that story as much as you want. You can follow it and. 
or you can go around unlocking all the safe houses. You can do whatever you want, however you want. The downside to some of that is some of these robots evolve and become problems. And if you leave them alone, they become even more powerful and recruit a posse. This sounds like Terminator. Well, they they fuck you up like Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) Is Skynet in this this game? I could tell you yesterday I fought probably 40 different machines in one sitting. In one sitting, one fight. 40 machines. And the downside to it is some of your weapons have to have silencers or you will draw more and more come and try to fight you. So now are you are you in like a like a spacesuit or anything like that? Nope. Or is just you just it, Joe Schmo. You, it's literally like Red Dawn. You are fucking you are fucking Patrick Swayze fucking going around killing things. Killing Patrick robots. Swayze just laying his dick on everybody. Correct. You go in there and like all the military, because you're based out of Sweden, which is the weirdest thing of everywhere to start off is Sweden. You're based out of Sweden, and you start off near a house, and you have to collect supplies, like such as first aid kits, ammo, and weapons to fight these things. The whole army is devastated. There's no army. They're all dead. It's just you. And obviously the three other people, if they, if you have three other friends that will come play with you. Mm-hmm. Or you play solo, which is not fun. It's pretty hard. It's funny that it starts off in Sweden. Isn't Sweden like always like the neutral ground? Right? You would think. <laughs> like I don't Or is it no, that's Switzerland. That's Switzerland. Oh yeah, Switzerland. Yeah, they're always neutral. But yeah, so I was like Sweden. And then it like all places to to go. Okay. But it's very loot heavy. Um shit, I before I even went to like the third mission, main mission, I had like 400 rounds already. So it's very, very easy to find ammo, but you kind of need that ammo because as you progress, the machines get a lot more difficult to defeat. Mm-hmm. I find it fucking stupid fun, especially when you have, like I could do it solo. It's it's fine. It's just more tedious. But having somebody else ride, uh, doing this i played with creston yesterday with this on the xbox by the way on xbox it's free for game pass and it's free right now for playstation plus right now for this month just fyi for all those it's free definitely worth it free um but me and creston played yesterday and just to watch him get smoked by rockets was the funniest thing i've seen in a while (laughs) because he just stood there and took it he didn't run. He just stood there. I was like, "Sir, those are those are big ass rockets, sir. Why do you just take that to the face?" <laughs> he likes taking things to the face. He does, but it was just funny because you have those, you have that companionship of entertainment, which this brings. Because you know, who doesn't want to fight a fucking robot with you know machine guns, submachine guns, assault rifles, or rocket launchers? Who the fuck doesn't want to do that? Sounds like a fucking no-brainer to me. But um, so far, I've probably 
10% of the game and I've played it for what, five days, Got six it. days, if that. Um, there's, there's actually an open map. Um, you can actually see the map. It's like two or three islands and then a huge island. Um, missions are pretty well placed. Um, safe houses are pretty well placed. Cause you can, you can fast travel certain, certain, um, uh, what you call it? safe houses. Um, the only downside so far that I have is the multiplayer. It'll randomly kick you, which is the weirdest thing. It just randomly dis- disconnects you, and then you can't re-invite. So you literally have to leave the game, re-go into the game so you can invite somebody. It's quite uh, taxing. Um, but no it's glitching. Like yeah, no glitching. No, I did once go out of the map. You get a companion later on, and he ran as I ran, and he smoked me into the wall, and I, you know, went under the map. But uh, other than that, uh, I would give this game probably seven point five out of ten. Solid it's, game. It's fun. It's fun for free. I can tell you that. All right, Mortal Kombat one, Oof. sir. Have you mm. seen? Have you seen, seen anything about this game? I have. Have you seen the stuff for the Switch? I have not seen the stuff for the Switch. I was more watching how they change a lot of the characters and a lot of their, I mean, not style, but their titles. I guess you would say like Raiden. Raiden's not a, he's not a god anymore, but he still can control thunder or lightning. Sorry, and now Liu Kang's a god of fire. It's just just the things they changed, which which kind of you know is refreshing, but. It's entertaining. So I have a whole page of notes here for this one game. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it from the top. Okay. This game just came out. Uh IGN gave like an eight. Like it's getting a bunch of eights. Like, it, like they're reviewing it as a great game. We'll take it from the top. Okay. And we'll go from what kind of what Christian had just mentioned that they they did change a lot of things. This is a complete reboot of Mortal Kombat. This isn't like Mortal Kombat 9. If y'all remember uh, a couple years ago, Mortal Kombat 9, like reset the timelines by some form of slut magic or something. Like it wasn't a reboot, but it was a reboot. Something along those lines. Uh, In this game, Mortal Kombat 1, yes, it goes from Mortal Kombat 9, or was it Mortal Kombat 11? Was the last one that came out? I think so. So it went from 11, now we're going back to 1. <laughs> and start, instead of calling it just Mortal Kombat, they called it Mortal Kombat 1, which, I don't know, man. It, none of that makes fucking sense to me, but whatever. This picks up eons after the events of Mortal Kombat. Oh, well, fuck, I have it in my notes right there. Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> in which the newly minted fire god Liu Kang uses the hourglass of time to reshape the universe as he saw fit. So familiar characters get brand new looks, backstories, relationships, and powers. Uh, The Earth Realm is at peace. Outworld is ruled fairly by Queen uh, Sindel. Uh, And the Mortal Kombat tournament isn't the, uh, the, the, the usual tournament where... 
you fight to save your realm, like tournament of power kind of thing. No, this exists more for pride and honor rather than the annihilation of your realm. So now that we got kind of that out the way, now we now that we set the table a little bit, let's talk about some of the some of the choices in this game. Uh this is apparently the biggest, most uh, dramatic gameplay shift for the series uh, so far. Uh, it does have a bunch of changes. I'm just going to name them all off. There, there's like a meter that controls like your enhanced special moves. Uh, in the past, it's been like multiple meters. Uh, it's just one meter now. Uh, fatal blows are no longer invincible on startup. There are more, no more crushing blows, as they say. Well. Uh, no more character variations, wake up attacks or wake up rolls, and uh, much, much more. This sounds like foreign language to me because I've said that I've never played a Mortal Kombat game. I've played uh, a handful of them, we but just I'm just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not into fighting games. Like, Mm-mm. oh, I can mash these buttons. Yeah. <laughs> let me okay. Fucking, let me, oh, I made attack. Yeah. Like, I have, uh, what is it, Dragon Ball Z Fighters? And that game is supposed to be fucking good, but I haven't fucking played it yet. I bought it for like $5 and I haven't even played it yet. It's nice. The one thing that they do introduce in this game is called a cameo system. And it's basically you get the, you get to add a second character, almost kind of like a tag team partner, so to speak. Um, And you can call on him throughout the match. Uh, to assist you and this is controlled by its own specific meter uh, every time you call this uh this character into the fight it uses up about half of the your half of your meter and every cameo has at least three assist moves to help you you can extend combos that normally would not be extendable shout out so that's like the, the big thing that got changed in in this game so i i don't know I don't know how I feel about adding a tag team partner, like a th- like a two on one fight. This just seems kind of cheap to me, but apparently it's it's pretty cool because you can do different shit that you wouldn't be able to do with just one person, and like it goes along the lines of like you can synergize your cameo with you. Like if you are a character that doesn't really do a lot of overhead attacks or anything like that, you can get a cameo character that does overhead attacks and y'all can combine and do different move shits and, you know, stuff like that. So Mortal Kombat one, that's, that is the gist of the game getting lots and lots of great scores until the switch version came out. (laughs) Dude, the switch version looks like doo doo. I'm going to need you to Google the switch version like comparison side by side because it looks fucking terrible. So IGN gave the Switch review like a 3 out of 10, which is fucking bad. The look of the entire Switch version is absolutely atrocious. It looks worse than The Witcher 3 to me. Now, mind y'all, this game, Mortal Kombat 1 is a next-gen exclusive game. So this is not on, like, Xbox One S, One X, P3, 
PS4. No, this is on the PS5, the Series X, the Series S, and the Switch. So, I don't know. To me, if it's going to be next gen, why is it on the Switch? Like, like guys, like that that was just a bad fucking decision. You, you seen it? Dog shit. <laughs> fucking terrible. They look like cartoon characters, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And doing that side by side with the PS5 version of it, it's like night and fucking day. Like the pixels are there. They look like kids. They look like fucking. Like they just stopped halfway through when they were doing the Switch version. Yeah. It looks like a game that came out like early 2000s. And that's might that might be giving it too much credit. God, they're roasting the shit out of this. <laughs> Dude, <fuck>. <laughs> so while the base game is there, like the, the gameplay is there, it's it's mainly the technical aspects of the game that just makes it uh not a good place to play this version of the game. So it's a huge downgrade and Lots and lots of people are recommending you not to play it on the Switch. Uh, me watching it, do not play it on the Switch. Ever. <laughs> See if I can share my screen. Uh, lengthy load times. 40 seconds or more. We, I don't know. I, th- I think we talked about this uh, last week on the Baldur's Gate 3 episode. I was like, God damn, dude. Like, these fucking load times are kind of fucking suck, to be honest with you. Like, I can go, like, jerk off or go make me a sandwich or do yeah. both. <laughs> and this one is apparently even worse. It's it's 40 seconds or more. Uh, it brings you back to the nostalgic days of long load screens where you could go into the kitchen, go piss, and come back, and the game is still fucking loading. Uh, you also have slowdown and drop in frame rates uh, as well. So, all that to say, if you are a fan of Mortal Kombat, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that looks... And cool. honestly, just by the by him looking at the camera like, like this, it still doesn't do it justice. <laughs> it doesn't. It looks horrible. That's the Switch version. And that's the PS5 version. Like, it's fucking... Oh, it's ugly. Dude, it's bad. Now, for the audio listeners out there, if you are listening to us on Spotify, you can obviously go to the uh, video video format or click over to our YouTube and you can see that uh, Switch version. Or you can just Google it yourself. One of those three options, okay? It's easier to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What the hell just happened? So. We ran out of money. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Now, apparently the... uh, Ed Boon, I, I guess he's like the creator slash director of ever, of the games or whatnot. Uh, he has come out and said that he apologizes for the Switch version, and he even says this is unacceptable and we are going to work on this game. Uh, well, sir, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that you have to approve of this shit. Why was he even <laughs> delay it? Just right. delay it. Good like God. I don't, I don't understand who the fuck is playing this goddamn game on the Switch to begin with. Right. Ugh. Yeah, let me go play Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch. No, thanks. But disregarding the Switch version of it, is this going to be a game that 
I go check out before the end of the year, unless it's like five dollars, I don't plan on checking it out. I'm just I'm not a fighting game kind of person. Uh, it's just I'm not into that genre. It feels very button mashy. It feels very monotonous. Uh, now, granted, I hear the story is really fucking good. Uh, maybe that sounds like a YouTube watch to me. Just saying. That's literally what I was about to say. <laughs> watch that shit on YouTube, Vine. For free. Right. But all right, man. It's time to close out this episode with our weekly recommendations. What do you recommend to the fine people out there? I recommend Generation Zero. The, like I said, it's free. Can't beat free. And it's a quite a good game for free. Free, 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 free. <laughs> did, did, you, did you say free? I did say free. <laughs> hey, I'm not telling you what you can do with your money, but you can go check out Generation Zero for free. No money involved. For now. And instead, and instead, go to patreon.com slash two game and support us Ah. at the five dollar tier. See what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) And then you get access to a whole bunch of different content. You get access to the Wall of Death podcast, surfing the stream. You get access to rants and raves. Uh, We finally got the option to put everything in the playlist, and I can divide every podcast into their own fucking playlist. Thank fucking God. Uh, the OCD in me just was just <laughs> aggravated before that. And I spent a good two days separating that shit. So it would be grateful if uh, appreciated if y'all go support us at the $5 tier. And honestly, it really helps us uh, push this content, push this podcast even further because there's some equipment stuff I need to upgrade oh, in the next few months uh, to really take that next step with this podcast and that is the live streaming aspect of the podcast. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in patreon.com slash two game, the link is down below. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And you also get access to our discord, which is where all the fun and shenanigans happens. There's a lot of fun and shenanigans in there. Indeed. Uh, I'm going to recommend scream six, mainly because I was kind of surprised by how, how much I did enjoy this movie. I think I ended up giving it like a 3.5 uh, out of 10. Or not not out of 10, excuse me. 3.5 out of 5. <laughs> a 3.5 oh, well. out of 10 <laughs> is a fucking terrible score. <laughs> it's horrible, sir. <laughs> that's that's Mortal Kombat 1 switch rate. <laughs> so yeah, Scream 6 I, I think is a welcomed addition to the series and... Yes, I am a Scream franchise dick rider. I fucking love the Scream series. Uh, even Scream 5, which wasn't my favorite. Um, they had some decent kills in that movie. But this one, they kind of pushed the series forward a little bit with the story. And do they have some eye rolls? Of course. But it's Scream, so is that meant to be an eye roll or not? I don't really know. But Scream 6 has some cool cool kills and it also pushes the story forward and it does some unique things and some unpredictable things at times which i really appreciated so scream six i ended up buying it fuck what was it i think it was like 15 bucks at the time that i bought it or something like that um 
I, I would I would pay fifteen dollars for this movie. Twenty twenty five dollars, twenty max. You, you start getting above that, and I'm not. It's kind of a little, little too much money for this movie, but twenty bucks. I think it's a good watch for it. But guys, that is going to be it from us. We appreciate you all joining us here. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, do all that bullshit if you're on YouTube. Uh, leave us a review on the uh, on the podcast apps. Again, that really helps us out. Drop comments below. Let us know what uh, games you've been playing here recently. And uh, also, also, Mask of the Phantasm 4K edition with an included uh, comic book for the movie. I am raffling it off. So if you are listening to this and you are interested in Mask of the Phantasm, go to the social media links below. That'll send you, obviously, to our social media and share our shit. You will see the shit on like Facebook. There will be a specific post for Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, if you also go to our Patreon and support us that way, you get additional uh, tickets to this raffle. So if you support us for $5, guys, this was like a $30 movie. You save 25 bucks by supporting us for $5. Just saying. It makes sense. So... That will be raffled off at the beginning of October, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, but yeah, all that. With all that being said, we're done here. We appreciate y'all supporting us, and we will catch y'all next week on another episode. Latest, latest.